G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Here's Dr. Michael Youssef. The reason God reveals His names to us is evidence that He wants us to praise Him more fully, to praise Him completely. The reason God reveals His names to us is evidence that He wants us to enter into a full and into deep abiding relationship with Him. Welcome to Leading the Way. Heard across six continents in 26 of the world's most spoken and understood languages. In the 13th chapter of Hebrews, Paul says, Through Jesus, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess His name. Up next, Dr. Yusuf looks at nine names of God, names that will help you confess and praise His name as you experience Him in all that life brings. Oh, and if you ever want to get in touch with the team at Leading the Way, use this number, one three hundred one double three five eight nine, or go to ltw.org. Well, to allow just as much time as possible, here's Dr. Yusuf with today's message. The first name that God wanted us to know about Himself is the name Yahweh. In English, Jehovah. I prefer Yahweh because kind of gets my throat going. Yahweh. Can you say Yahweh? Yahweh. God bless you. By the way, this is a name that is used more than any other names of God in both Old and New Testament. It is used about 6,800 times in both Old and New Testament. And the name literally means to be or the ever-living or the self-existing So what does that mean? It means that our God depends on nothing and no one for his existence. Can you say praise Yahweh? Praise Yahweh. Now I'm going to get you to do a little bit better than that. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. You got it? Because this is just a warm-up, okay? The second name that God gives us about himself that he reveals to us in his word that we need to know him by is Yahweh Yara. But I'm going to give you the English so you make it easy on yourself. Jehovah Jireh. Can you say Jehovah Jireh? Jehovah Our provider. In Genesis chapter 22, when Abraham went up to Mount Moriah to offer his son Isaac in obedience to the call of the Lord, the command of the Lord, He went to offer him as a sacrifice. He said to his servants, and if you want the reference, it's Genesis 22, verse 5. There is a very significant verse there. If you have your Bible, mark it, underline it. Here's what Abraham said to the servants. They got to the bottom of the mountain, and he said, You stay here, and the boy and I are going to go to the mountain to offer a sacrifice. Then we will come back. We come back. Underline we. Circle it. We will come back. (laughs) 
He didn't say, we're going to offer a sacrifice and I'm going to come back and see you. No, no, no. He said, we going to come back. Why? Because he was absolutely full of confidence in God's provision for him. Because Abraham was full of trust in the promises of God. Because Abraham was totally and completely resting on the fact that God always, 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 always keeps his word. And God promised him 25 years, 35 years ago that he's going to give him a son and it's from Sarah and God is going to keep his word. He was confident that if he had sacrificed Isaac on that altar, God was going to raise Isaac from the dead and is going to walk down with him. That's the confidence and the faith of Abraham. So they get to the top of the mountain. Everything is ready to provide the sacrifice. And the boy asks, Dad, where is the sacrifice? And there is the answer of Abraham. Is the most incredible, the most precise, the clearest prophecy of the death of the Lord Jesus Christ as offered on Mount Calvary for every one of us for our sins. As Abraham said to the boy, he said, My son, God will provide himself a sacrifice. And then Abraham looks over yonder, and there in the bushes he sees a ram. He takes that ram, and he offers them as a substitutionary sacrifice. And right here on that spot, right in that place, Abraham calls that Jehovah Jireh, Yahweh Yireh, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. Can you say praise Jehovah Jireh? Praise Jehovah Jireh. Then the third name God reveals himself is in Exodus 15, 26. And that name is Jehovah Rapha. When he promised his people, here's what he said. If you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I've brought upon the Egyptians, for I am Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals you. Do you know what the word means? It means to cure. It means to heal. It means to restore. God does not just heal. God does not just restore. God's name is healing. His name is synonymous with wholeness. His very name is power for your weaknesses. His name is a balm to your wounds. His name is the very secret of a healthy self-esteem. His very name is the mending of the broken hearts. His very name renews a degenerated mind. His very name restores shattered relationships. The greatest of all wholeness, the greatest of all healing, the greatest of all restoration, when we see Jesus face to face on that great day, and we have bodies like unto the Lord Jesus Christ after the resurrection. And that is why we praise Jehovah Rapha. Can you say praise Jehovah Rapha? Praise Jehovah Rapha. Well, then there is the fourth name that God revealed about himself. He wants you, and he wants me to know it, understand it, and then bless him and use that name in our daily praise lifestyle. Because praise is a lifestyle. It's not something you do on occasions. It is a lifestyle. It's a day in and day out, moment by moment. That name is Jehovah Nessie, God our banner. Strange name, God is our flag, 
Basically, that's what it literally means. Yes, but it's wonderful. Listen to what God said, Exodus 17. The Amalekites, now remember that the word itself, the Amalekites, means giants. That's what it means. I mean, they were, they were known as giants, but that's the name, the Amalekites. They were giants. And they came up upon the Israelites in the wilderness, and they basically wanted to wipe them out before they get into the promised land. And so, Moses said to Joshua, he said, take some fighting men with you and go down to the battlefield. And he said, I am going to go to the hill, and I'm going to take the staff with me that God has used before. And he says, I'm going to take that, and I'm going to go up there on top of the hill. I'm going to hold the staff to the Lord. The staff was used of God to perform supernatural miracles on behalf of his people in the midst of pagan Egypt. It's a symbol of a prayer life. That's what it is. It's a symbol of intercession. It's a symbol of Moses' relationship with God. It's a symbol of Moses' dependence on God. It's a symbol of Moses' trust in the Lord his God. That's what the staff is all about. It's symbolic. So when Moses lifted up the staff right up there in faith, the small ragtag army of the Israelites wiped out the Amalekites, the giants in the land. In fact, in the aftermath of this great victory, the Lord said to Moses in Exodus 17, 14, let me read it to you. He said, write this on the scroll as something to be remembered. I will completely blot out the Amalekites from under heaven. And there, on that spot, Moses built an altar and he called it Jehovah Nessie. The Lord is my flag. What was Moses doing? He was waving his flag. When you praise Jehovah Nessie, you are waving the flag of the Lord over you. You are saying to the enemy of your soul, take that, Satan. I am under Jehovah's management and control. When you praise Jehovah Nessie, you are saying to Satan, Satan, my victory is assured. When you are praising Jehovah Nessie, you are saying to the enemy of your soul, you are saying, Satan, you cannot destroy the purpose of God in my life, no matter what you do. When you praise Jehovah Nessie, you are Flying that flag high over your home, over your life, over your business, over your church, over everywhere you go. You are waving the flag, Jehovah Nessie, as an assurance that God is in control of your life. Listen carefully, please. Hear me right on this one. I don't know what giants you might be facing in your life right now. Only you know that. Only you know that. Whether the threat of someone who wants to destroy you or destroy your family, destroy your business, whether it is a giant of financial collapse, whether it's a giant of nagging fear of failure in your life, whatever giant you may be facing right now, when you praise Jehovah Nessie, you will have victory. Not might, not possibly. You will have victory. Why? Because Jehovah Nessie is greater and bigger than all the giants that are facing you right now. So let us together praise Jehovah Nessie.
Praise Jehovah Nessie. Then the fifth name God wanted us to know him by is Jehovah Makadish. Now the word Makadish simply means, in its purest sense, it means to be set aside. It means to be separated. It means to be dedicated for a certain task, no other tasks. In fact, that word is used of people and utensils in the temple. And they had those utensils or people to be separated or set aside to be used only for God in the temple. That's what the word means. And yes, it is translated holy. Listen, I know sometimes the younger generation have a funny idea with that, of that word, holy. They just think of somebody with robes and halos and hands folded like this and kind of musty smelling old churches. You know, that's what they think of a holy. <laughs> that is not the case at all. Many people are uncomfortable with the word holy. They think it's demanding unreasonable restriction of one's appearance or one's behavior. It has nothing to do with that at all. In reality, it means to be cleansed and set aside. It's those two together. To be cleansed and set aside. So what does it mean when we say God is holy? Listen to me very carefully. Hear me right on this one. It means that God is separated from sin. That God is sinless. That God is purer than to look upon sin. But it also means that God has been set aside for you. That he dedicated himself on your behalf. Do you understand the enormity of this? I want to tell you something. When I was writing my notes, I was praying and thinking and focusing on how God, Jehovah, Makadish, I want to tell you something. I was going to put a hole in my roof because I was ready to go up. It is incredible. God is not just totally separated from sin that he is, but he is dedicated to bless you. God said in Leviticus chapter 20 verse 7, he said, I am Jehovah Makadish. And that means that the mighty, sinless God sets himself aside for you. It means that the mighty, sinless God dedicated himself to you. It means that the mighty, sinless God focuses his attention on you. It means that the sinless, holy, mighty God, his commitment is to you first and foremost. And I begin to comprehend this. I want to not only shout Jehovah Makadish, but I want to say, Lord... I want to be holy unto you. Praise Jehovah Makadish. Let's say it together. Praise Jehovah Makadish. Then there is Jehovah Shalom. God our peace. And God reveals this name about himself in the book of Judges, chapter 6, verse 24. Gideon built an altar and he called it Jehovah Shalom. Let me give you the quick background of this. I'm not going to get into the details. At that time, the people of God had no peace. They had no peace. They were being harassed by their enemies. Their enemies were coming in and going out. They were destroying their crops. They were harassing them. They were causing them sleepless nights. And so much so that they have become so impoverished, they are almost ready to die. And one day... They had a great idea. <laughs> One day, they faced up to the root cause of their lack of peace. Listen to me very carefully. 
Until you face up to the root cause of your lack of peace in your life, you're not going to go very far. They one day faced up to the fact that it was their disobedience to the Lord God which is the cause of the problem. You see, the problem was not the Philistines. The problem was their disobedience. And so they cried out to the Lord. They turned to Him in repentance. They turned to Him out of disobedience. And God heard their prayers and He sent them an angel. And the angel came in response to their cry. And there Gideon built that altar and he called it Jehovah Shalom. Let me ask you, something of uttermost importance. If you are not experiencing deep, genuine, abiding peace in your life, it could be one of two reasons. No third. Two reasons. Number one, either you do not know Jesus Christ as the Savior of your life and the Lord of your life and the manager of your life and the master of your life, or you know Him, but you're living in disobedience. In either case, God the Holy Spirit right here and right now is ready to give you his peace. You see, the door that you have open in your life for Satan to come in and go out and harass you is a door of disobedience. And that's why you're being harassed. And that's why you've lost your peace. And when you begin to praise Jehovah Shalom and turn from your disobedience, surrender to His authority. That will not be just words, but will be life. Jehovah Shalom, God is my peace. Let's praise Jehovah Shalom. Praise Jehovah Shalom. Number seven, Jehovah Rohi, or the Lord is my shepherd. Probably there is no more tender description of the Lord in the Scripture than Him being our shepherd. Because His grace is perfect. His peace is enduring. His healing is thoughtful. His comfort is superior. His companionship is forever, not temporary. His assurance banishes all our fears. His provisions make our enemies flee. His anointing is our abundance. His goodness, his, his mercy is overflowing. Jehovah Roy. Let's praise Jehovah Roy. Praise Jehovah Roy. Then the eighth one. Jehovah Tasdiknu. I don't know whether you're going to get your tongue around that, but you can try. The Lord our righteousness. Listen carefully. It's a magnificent prophecy of the coming Lord Jesus Christ. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 23, verse 5, Jeremiah prophesied of the coming Messiah, of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hundreds of years before Christ came, listen to what he said. He said, this is the name by which he will be called, the Lord our righteousness. And I want to tell you, this prophecy of Jeremiah came as a, a nice long glass of water to a thirsty person. Why? 
Because during the time of Jeremiah, prophets were preaching lies about God. During the time of Jeremiah, priests were only interested in feathering their own nests. During the time of Jeremiah, it was a time of violence and corruption. It was rampant. During the time of Jeremiah, the spiritual leaders were confused. The spiritual leaders were scattered. Sounds like our day, isn't it? And God said, I'm going to send my righteousness. I'm going to send my son. The word tasdiknu means literally straight or narrow. Or also can mean upright. No wonder the Apostle Paul tells the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians 1.30, Christ became our righteousness. And through the indwelling Holy Spirit in our lives, God gave us the power to say no to sin, to choose, but not do it by our own strength, but His strength, because He is our righteousness. Let's praise Jehovah Tastiknu. Let's do it. Praise Jehovah Tastiknu. Finally, Jehovah Shammah, God who's always present. Do you know what that means? It means that every moment of every day, God is there for you. It means that He never puts you on hold and keep you forever. I heard about the guy who went to the doctor's office and waited and waited and waited. Finally, he got up and told the nurse, he said, I think I'm going to go home and die at home. (laughs) God doesn't do that. He does not put you on hold. He does not say, will you just wait a minute because I'm too busy? No, 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 you don't understand. He never puts you on hold. He never lets you wait. He never turns you down. He never pretends that he doesn't know you. Even when you are miserable and committing sin, and even when you are at your worst, and even when you cannot accept yourself, He accepts you. He never ignores you. He never leaves you nor forsake you. And that is why the Lord Jesus Christ told the disciples in Matthew 28, He said, look, although I am with you always, 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 every second of every day. And that is why we praise Jehovah Shammah. Praise Jehovah Shammah. You know, I could never begin to praise the names of God. No matter what situation I'm in, no matter what my circumstances are like, no matter what things are going around me, no matter what is happening inside of me, I can never begin to praise the name of God without feeling and sensing the presence of God is engulfing me. And the more I know God through praising of His name, the more I see Him working in my life, cleansing me and washing me and conforming me to the image of His Son. And the more I sense His power all around me. The reason I asked you to write these down, start doing this day after day. It will change your life. You're listening to Leading the Way. The Bible teaching ministry of Dr. Michael Youssef, pastor of the Church of the Apostles in Atlanta. In fact, whenever travel opens up again and you travel to the Atlanta, Georgia area, make it a point to visit the church and experience the vibrant worship and passionate study of God's Word in person. 
or experience Leading the Way live at Apostles most Sunday mornings. Join with Dr. Yusuf and his church for worship, teaching and encouragement. Just click over to ltw.org at 10.30 Sunday mornings Eastern Time or open up your Leading the Way app. Thank you for joining us today. Please do join us again next time, won't you? This program is furnished by Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Yusuf, passionately proclaiming uncompromising truth around the world. for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.